friend, are you feeling overwhelmed, underpaid, and want to get your business on a path of growth and profitability? Our podcast mini-sos will give you bite-sized strategies to make your business feel lighter and more profitable. Flower friend, my name is Jen, and I am so glad you're here. Hello, flower friends. This is Jen, and you're listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. On this week's mini-sode, I want to talk about forecasting. And you're probably like, what do you mean forecasting? And I mean forecasting how much money your business is going to make. Forecasting backwards into getting paid what you're hoping to be paid. So you can look at the numbers and back into, I need to do this to get paid this. So to to start out with, a simple way to forecast your year is a Google Sheet, a Excel document. And by month, you put in, okay, this is my wedding, weddings, plural, and this is what I'm expecting from a um, gross sales perspective. Then if you have figured out what your profit margin is. So for one of your weddings, on average, um, let's just say your wedding is $10,000. And with all of your expenses, you spend $2,500. And so you have a $7,500 margin, but that margin doesn't cover your website, your, your rent, um, your, let's just say your, your salary, uh, any programs or subscriptions that you have to run your business efficiently, your um, tax person, any of those things. So when at the end of the month, when you look at, I made this amount of money, I minus my sales tax from that, and then I had this left over after paying for all my flowers, I had this much left over after paying for all my help, then I had this much left over after paying my monthly expenses. So that would be your profit margin percentage. So if it's $10,000 that you made that month and you spent $2,500, that's $7,500 or 75% would be your profit margin. Uh, It could be 50%, it could be 30%, it could be 10%. So backing into that math is a critical thing to help you really understand if you want to make a certain amount of money, you need to back into that by knowing what your profit margin is. So then take all those weddings and have a formula figured into your Excel that X percentage profit margin I would have a income of this. Then you can do that for every month. Every month you could go and figure out, here's all the weddings I have booked. When you book a wedding, go and plug that information. So this would be your source of forecasting for you to really understand and get paid in your business. Then you're going to be able to write a formula so that you're taking that total on every single month and forecasting it into annually. Then you can look at, are there big expenses that I am incurring this year? Um, Personal development expenses or a trip that is a work-related trip or a workshop or um, an upgrade of a cooler, whatever it would be. You want to look at those bigger one-time expenses in that grand scheme of what your overall revenue and what your overall net profit revenue is going to be because those are expenses that you have to plan for to understand backing into paying you um, completely. 
So if you have, let's just say $10,000 of larger one-time expenses and you had um, $60,000 of net profit, so that will bring it down to 50%, then you probably want to leave some running capital in the business so you can write checks for things ahead of time, uh, such as, um, you know, like if you need to buy a bunch of vases for a wedding upcoming and the deposit that you've collected doesn't cover that. I personally put all my deposits in a separate account so that when that wedding happens, I take and transfer that deposit into my checking, my business checking as realized revenue of actual revenue that is recorded for that month. I don't count my deposits beforehand because, you, you know, th th it's not not a wedding that I've completed. So I'm not saying that I've made that money yet. I'm not using that money. I'm just leaving it for when the wedding happens. If I am buying some items for the wedding, I could potentially transfer it over. On larger weddings, I take a larger deposit and sometimes we'll transfer like a thousand into there or whatever, just so I can cover those type of expenses. But normally I'm just letting that deposit sit there until that wedding. So I'm not using that in any of my forecasting formulas. At the end of the year, I'm reporting to my tax person because they're looking at my savings account that I have deposits for next year of X in the savings account. So they're separated for myself, for my tax person to understand, because that's not realized revenue. I'm not collecting sales tax on it yet. I'm not doing any of those things. So we're just keeping that separate from a accounting perspective. Then I'm looking at my total revenue for the year. I'm, you know, if, if for some reason, you know, sometimes your weddings shrink or you have a, you know, most of your weddings, like if you have a, something in your contract that says you can't shrink more than 10% or 15% um, of your gross total so that you know that somebody's not all of a sudden going to be dropping half of their wedding budget or something along that lines, you could even, okay, just in case I'm going to shoot lower and I'm going to say that we'll have a shrink of 10% of our, our wedding totals for people making adjustments just to really be safe. So then you're looking at that $60,000, that $100,000 that's forecasted for the year. Then you want to back into, I want to pay myself $75,000. I want to pay myself whatever. And then back into that on a monthly basis or quarterly basis, depending on how you do your payroll. I personally do payroll on a quarterly basis because it's less expensive and it's still inevitably ending up in the same place anyways. Then I'm going in and saying, okay, if I want to do 7,500, because the majority of my revenue doesn't hit till, let's just say, May, I'm going to have to pay me that $75,000 from May till December. And then that would look like X amount of money. If I have resting capital, so money that's just sitting in the business account, I could try and divvy some up for those first five months of the year and pay myself uh, somewhat of a draw. If you, some people will use their deposits to pull out that draw. I'm just starting in May and then paying myself payroll for the last basically three um, quarters or I'm doing the last two quarters of the year and just paying myself a larger amount. You can go in and break down monthly. 
Um, there are programs like Gusto that can help pay that because you're also having to pay for, you know, disability um, insurance, workman's comp normally, and then Social Security, Medicare, uh, state taxes, federal taxes. So at that time of payroll, all of those things are figured out and taken care of. Then you go back into and you do check-ins. So it is, let's just say, September. Are you tracking to pay yourself? Is your revenue still tracking? So you could do a monthly CEO day that you are checking into if everything is on track from what you forecasted, what you need from an income standpoint, what you your goals are of the business. And then from there, you're going to go, okay, well, we I didn't, you know, this wedding, these shrunk or I added some weddings, I added some revenue. And then from there, you can also make adjustments. Okay, I'm on track to make $50,000 more than I thought because of some bookings that I took on. Then you can go and adjust your income. You can adjust your forecasted revenue to add those weddings on. And I would realistically do that when you book the wedding because it's uh, you can make it a process. I get the wedding uh, contract back. I'm entering it into my calendar. Then I am entering it into my forecasting so I can, you keep on top of every wedding added is added to your forecasting. Then from there, you just keep touching base on if your forecast is, is matching what your actualized revenue, if your profit margin is, did you have unexpected expenses? So you can keep on track of that for the rest of the year. And you'll also have a really great grasp on things when you go in for tax time because you'll have been on top of your forecasting, your taxes, your profit margin, your expenses. All those things will be on lockdown because you have been on top of it this whole time. You will feel like a better CEO. You will feel like you are more in control of your business and you will feel like you are more successful because all these things, once they're coming into alignment. Thanks so much, Flower Friend, and have an amazing flower-filled week. Flower Friend, is this you? Do you feel overwhelmed, tired, uninspired, and underpaid? If that's you, I want to help simplify everything for you. I want to be there to help you build goals, develop processes in your business for things to just feel lighter, all while building a path to profitability. I've been where you are, and I want to help you build the business of your dreams. For more information, check it out on our coaching page on our website at thefloralhustle.com or send me a DM on Instagram to learn more. Have a great day, flower friend.